Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the podcast series. I am, of course, your host with the most filled better. And today I'm very pleased to have the amazing podcaster, entrepreneur, mom of all worlds here, Ashley DeLuca here. Ashley, thank you so much for being a guest. Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm super stoked to be here. So before we begin, how did you get into podcasting? Well, first, tell us a bit about your podcast. Like here, I'm jumping like the gun 18 feet down. Let's let's start at the beginning. What is your podcast? And then we can go into the more questions. Okay, perfect. Awesome. So my podcast is called The Communication Conversation. Uh, me and my co-host, uh, Nicholas, over here. Hi, Nicholas. <laughs> Which you'll hear as well, too. Um, I mainly focus on the channel within email marketing. That is my jam. But realistically, what my podcast is all about is it being able to help you effectively and clearly communicate your gifts with the rest of the world. Um, because I believe I'm the first domino. I When I empower you to send an email out to your list about your gifts, you then enroll people into your world, you share your gifts with them, and then it starts from there. So that's what it's all about. That's my podcast. I love it. I'm now going to be listening to it because I am actually starting up an email list, not for this podcast, but for one of my other podcasts. I have too many podcasts. Anyways, <laughs> so I'll be asking you questions for sure, but I'm going to get you on my other podcast, the, the Digital Entrepreneur Podcast, because I wanted more information about email marketing. Uh, yeah. So we'll talk about that. Um, but so how long have you been podcasting? Oh my gosh. I've been podcasting now for about three, three, four years. I started it abandoned it, came back to it and decided I was just going to commit and have committed ever since. <laughs> I love it. Um, you're, you're relatively, you're an old G like me. I've been six years in the industry, but you're four years in the industry. You're an, you're an old timer, um, <laughs> in the podcasting world. Um, but what is your, why, like, why did you want to start a podcast? Yeah. So originally I actually started a YouTube channel first and that was my, my big debate. I was like, okay, I'm either going to do a YouTube channel or I'm going to do a podcast. So I started doing a YouTube channel um, when I originally had Nick and it was really like, I'm going to tell you what, doing a YouTube channel was very, very difficult for me between having a, a new baby, trying to like create content and then there's the editing and then there's the video quality. And then I remember one time I went to shoot videos and my camera was out of focus for like six videos because I was so tired from being a new mom and I didn't know what I was doing to be totally honest with you. I was like, forget it. I am doing podcasting. Like I am not doing this anymore. This is ridiculous. Usually with podcasts, all you need is like the audio. Perfect. I already have a mic. Let's do it. And so I got into the podcasting side specifically. And, and honestly, even the reason why I started the YouTube channel is because I wanted to be able to create a very tangible legacy where someone could go and watch my journey. And that's the biggest thing that I've really focused on within my podcast is even though I teach a lot about email marketing, communicating your gifts and communicating effectively, I really wanted to share my journey and my evolution of like where I started off in terms of with my knowledge and how I talk and my confidence and all of that to where I am now. So like if you listen back to some of my very first episodes, you're going to hear a tone difference. You're obviously going to hear a more audible baby as opposed to toddler sounds like you're going to hear all of that. And I think that's so incredibly important for me to be able to leave behind, not just for to people to be educated, but also to be inspired and motivated to go out and do the things too. Oh man, I love your why. Your why is like 100% like what I, I, I love. I, I'm doing the podcast 
my first podcast, the Feel Better Show, was started because I love movies and I just wanted to talk movies with people. Because yeah, who doesn't love po- when you're a cinephile, you're just like, talk to a movie about me. Come on, let's talk movies. But then uh, after a burnout last year, I started the Digital Entrepreneur, and then I ended up doing this podcast because I wanted to learn how to be an entrepreneur. Because I don't yeah. know how to be. No one knows what an entrepreneur is, and I found out even entrepreneurs don't know what an entrepreneur is. So I was yeah. like, oh, I can be an entrepreneur then, yay! But but having interviewed over a hundred entrepreneurs, learning from them. And now I look at it as, yeah, it's my, my legacy as well, because I, I started being an entrepreneur. I, I, I do podcast production. I help people build their podcast. So like I'm teaching in the entrepreneur world, I'm teaching them like, look, this is how you can grow. I just love the sound effects in the background. I'm like, don't react, don't react, Phil. Just, oh, um, like like you 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 see your growth as not only a podcaster but as an entrepreneur as well in that po- mm-hmm. uh, in both my podcasts and then I was like well I have so much knowledge I need to share but I also like talking with people so yeah the the flip side was let's talk to podcasters about podcasting because you gain knowledge that way so I, I love how your your why is you just want to help people become better and also show like yeah you can start with nothing and a toddler or not sorry a baby and still become yeah. somewhat successful in your in business so I love that love 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 that um now your podcast is it an interview based podcast or is it you just talking to the the microphone and into the ethos. If you will. Yeah, yeah. So I do a mix. Um, so usually I have at least one to two guest interviews, depending on what I have going on, um, what's kind of in the bucket of what I planned for the month, and then uh, the rest are just solo episodes. Or I also have been recently doing like Ask Me Anything episodes. So what I'll do is I'll send out a video ask link to like my email list and on social media where people can respond back with a like a clip recording, either audio, text, or a vi- like an actual video of them asking me a question. And then I'll uh, read that question on the air and then answer it as well. Ooh, I love that. Give me a second here. <laughs> yeah, I end up um, actually finding out about it because I was using it for testimonials to easily yeah. grab testimonials from people. And I was like, I wonder. And I swear, anytime I literally ever say I wonder, it always leads to something super cool and amazing that I can like share with other people. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if I could like do it for this. And it works so well. It's so <laughs> uh, First of all, I love the idea of an AMA type podcast episode every once in a while because then you answer the pertinent questions and then it's green um there's a proper word for it it's like green something green content or i don't know yeah the marketing people have proper words for everything but it's like it's it's there that if someone searches your episode and thanks to google transcribing everything yeah your episode will pop up and someone can listen to it and learn more things because you're answering more questions i love that oh my God. So stealing that, by the way, it's it's written down in the yeah. notes. It's becoming an episode soon. Probably season two will be have AMMs, AMAs, or ask me anything questions about podcasting. So thank you for that. Um, now, I, I'm interested. When you started your podcast about email marketing, had you already developed a great uh, business around email marketing, or were you using the podcast to boost your business? So I had already started the business and had already kind of originally, I'll I'll tell you, I started off doing all the things. I was a web designer. I was a product like person, like I was e-com, I I did everything. And then I got to the point where I had to to kind of decide 
I was like, I am so busy doing everything that nobody knows what I do. <laughs> I'll just Ashley DeLuca, everything is basically what my tagline is, right? And so when I finally decided to dive into email marketing, at that point specifically, I was still talking a little bit about web design at that point. Um, and it wasn't until I decided to then just go all into email marketing that that's when my podcast kind of emerged and really was able to help me um, just share my thoughts. I think for me, it's more of like a supporting tool for me to be able to share my knowledge and to gain expertise, to have reasons to go and do research and learn new things to bring onto the podcast and experiment with um, that it wasn't necessarily intended to like be a business booster um, in terms of with like the bottom line. It's more so about being able to allow me to be able to share to impact and then also to be able to give me time to research and dive into new concepts and ideas to test out i love it i love it how you're using it as a as a tool for your podcast uh for your business to grow now uh, i'm guessing you have an do you do you segment because i know a little bit about email marketing and like my knowledge is probably like a, a thimble compared to yours uh but do you segment your lists into different lists like i'm guessing your business has your a main uh main list but do you segment for your podcast or does your podcast has its own like list so all of mine is all together um okay. the reason why is because i believe that email marketing feeds into the rest of my ecosystem so it's kind of like people go over to my podcast and they come over to my email the email drives them back to the podcast and then comes back and me like it's very much so a part of that whole stance of me being able to keep people together and then boost them back out okay um because I, I recently talked about having an email list for podcasts on my live shows that I do. Yeah. And I'm interested, uh, luckily, lo and behold, I have an email marketer who's a podcaster that happens to be a guest. So that's awesome. <laughs> um, when, it, when a podcast is starting, do you suggest that they get an email list or do you think they should wait for it? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is, is that it's all about intention, right? So what is the intention of you collecting all of these subscribers? You know, generally speaking, people aren't just going to join an email list just to be part of something else, because, you know, at the end of the day, like we already get tons of emails. And so I think it's really important to make sure you map out what your intention is, whether it is a freebie that you're going to be offering or a small paid offer or something that you can at least start to serve them with outside of the podcast. So I always think it's a great idea. I think that if you have that first initial you know, plan or that first initial welcome sequence mapped out, so that way you're continually serving people and then letting them know like, hey, right now I'm not necessarily sending weekly emails out, but I do plan on revisiting this in quarter two. Like effectively communicating that like what you're planning on doing with email as opposed to just like piecing out and leaving them to just like die inside your email which is what happens a lot of time so that's why i always recommend like have a plan know what you're going to be doing with it before you start to promote it like on your podcast or anything like that oh i like that i like i like that having the plan and not just diving in i know a lot of podcasters just dive in without a plan for podcasting and then they get the pod fade and then they just it doesn't work it's not real <laughs> or I don't know why these people are getting so many downloads and I don't. Well, because they, they mapped it out. They planned out their podcast. So I like that you, you're, it can be used for both your podcast and your email list, planning everything out. So thank yeah. you for sharing that with us. Um, now, being a podcaster for an OG podcaster, if we will, you must have faced a couple pain points in your journey. And you may be still facing some pod, uh, pain points. What's one pain point either that you're facing or that you solved? 
that you would like to share with my audience? Yeah, so I would say one of the biggest things that I had to overcome was stepping into my own power. And this is something that I had to do, not even just on the podcast side, but in business and in life. And it kind of just happens to be all the things. But specifically keeping it on the podcast side, you know, when especially, especially if you listen to some of my first episodes, I was very much more timid and kind of like, okay, I have to say everything right. And I never scripted my podcast necessarily where like word for word, but I was also like super kind of self-conscious about, well, what are they going to say? What are people going to think? What are people going to do? And within that process, I was like very much so like, I don't know, like this is a little risky to say. And like it's email marketing, guys. Like email marketing is not that like debatable for the most part. Um, but I had very strong views about creating conversational email marketing and like stepping away from the common, like very transactional newsletter type of marketing that a lot of people still teach actually. And so within that, like I had to learn to be able to step into that. So how did I do that? I guess is like the biggest question, right? Like how do you actually step into your own power? Like it looks differently, I think for everybody. But I really had to go through. It looks like I have an extra hand coming out of yeah. my head. It's pretty cool. Would you, would you like a moment to uh, take care um, of the kid or we're you're good? You're good. He's, okay. he's just doing his own thing. You are good. But basically, going through the process of stepping into your own power really looks like you being able to recognize your expertise and being able to see the value that you bring into this world needs to be part of that unfiltered, right? And just being able to share whatever your gift is and to just go through that process. Um, and so you'll notice that with like more recent episodes, there's a lot more passion. There's a lot more um, conversation that happens within those because I feel a lot more comfortable sharing my gifts and what I do and owning that. Oh, I love it. I love that. I love that stepping into your own, pretty much becoming your true authentic self. Yeah. And allowing the world to see it and not hiding behind. I love that. Thank you so much for uh, giving that pain point. Because I think a lot of podcasters, when they start, they, they 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 think they need to be very, you know, structured and very like, oh, professor. Yes. And instead of understanding, like, no, you can you let the world see your warts and farts and all that fun stuff as well. Because <laughs> that means it makes your fan your fans appreciate you more and go, yeah, you get those authentic fans. You find the the listeners that belong to your tribe, if you will. And that's something that a lot of other podcasters that I've interviewed have said. So I'm, I'm glad, I, again, again, just reiterating that repetition of be yourself, your fans will find you because they're out there looking for you and you have to be your authentic self. So thank you so much for doing uh, repeating that and me just repeating again and again. Um, <laughs> so it doesn't sound like it's always coming from me, um, like a teacher. Um, some tips that you would have for people starting podcasts or even in their growth of their podcast, what would you, you suggest? Maybe a tip or two that you have. Yeah, totally. So I think it's really important to at least first go through the process of doing your podcast from start to finish. I feel like a lot of times, and I even was like, Oh, I just need to outsource it. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. Um, and so understanding the process and understanding that like, oh, okay, this is how you edit a podcast and like having that general information will then help you be able to um, leverage outsourcing your podcast. And that's something that like for me, I've gone through the process of understanding the whole thing, figuring out what that needs to look like, you know, automating as much as possible using Zapier. And then everything else I have, you know, like a really, I have like a two person team. One is a video editor. One is a content writer for like my show notes. 
And within that, it really allows for me to be able to really just focus on the content piece. Because before I was like, oh, I have to do all of this, right? And I was like, I understand it now, now I can go. But like, for me, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to figure out the content, research the content, do the things, and then move into the rest of it, which was a lot of work, right? Like, as we all know. And so within that, learn the process, know what it is, test it, make sure that like what you're doing from like start to finish works for you and it makes sense. And then from there, leverage it, outsource it. So that way you can then just focus on being like the visionary of your podcast and the actual, just the podcaster role. Oh, I love it. I, I'm slowly transitioning. I have a hard time. I'm a, I'm a control freak sometimes <laughs> when it comes to certain things. And it's like, do I want to outsource my podcast editing to other people? I don't know. It's a little nerve wracking. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it's true. You, you have to start outsourcing because eventually you, you won't be able to grow your podcast because you're concentrating on other things that are eating up the time so you can promote your podcast. So yeah, and it's just like in business, you, you I, uh, business, you have to outsource stuff or find other people. I also love how you brought up Zapier. I think Zapier mm -hmm. is probably the number one thing in the world for podcasters because it's, it's free and it can help you like take 20% of your problems and make it disappear. Yes, 100%. And it's just the little things. So I personally use ClickUp for my project management because it works really well for my brain and for my team. Um, but yeah, just finding a way to just keep yourself as organized as possible takes out that like confusion and that ambiguity of like, oh, what is it? Did I do this for the episode or did this happen or what's going on? So like the more you can just organize yourself, the better because then it just gives you a peace of mind. I love it. Um, I'm guessing you also have a social media uh, calendar for all your podcasts and or a content calendar, not a social media, but a content calendar that helps you stay organized as well. Yes, 100%. So one of the things that I've recently done is I have taken a I've actually taken a little bit of a different approach to oh. how I'm sharing my podcast. Um, specifically within social media, because as we know, social media is constantly changing, things are moving, things are shaking, all of that. And so I actually do um, two specific posts a week around the podcast episode. So I'll do one that's more of just like a square, like, you know, under under two minute ish video clip, essentially, um, that I'll upload to IGTV, which also goes onto my business page as well. And then I'll also do a Instagram reel that will specifically um, focus on like a specific like under 30, I think it's like a 30 under a minute kind of segment that yeah, then 15, posts 15, onto like, yeah, it's about that. Yeah. 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 So those are the two pieces that I do. And then I also share about it in my stories as well on both of those days. And then as things happen, as I have conversations with people or I'm like, Oh my gosh, this episode will work really well for you. That has been like the main pieces that I've been doing for like promoting my podcast, which has worked, you know, fairly well recently, as opposed to before I was like, let me post it everywhere. Let me just, you know, like make sure everything else just like, okay, at the end of the day, like a lot of that gets old, especially on Facebook. And so I was like, okay, these video clips are perfect for Instagram. I can put them on the business page. So there's like fresh content on my business page and then on my, um, uh, like my personal page, I'm also looking at ways that I can start to kind of more authentically share it um, without posting like a video clip or just like copy and pasting the show notes and all of that. So I'm working on figuring out what that looks like um, specifically, but for everything else, that's 
that's that's it. That's my jam. <laughs> no, I, I love how you're you're focusing. It's something that I've tried promoting on Facebook. It's kind of like uh, it's it's hard. Yeah. It's it's annoying. You're like, do I really want to spam people with it? But I'm interested with the conversations that you have. Uh, is it more like, hey, uh, let's say you're talking with me, someone who knows nothing about email marketing, let's say, but you would end up having an episode like that teaches you the beginnings and you'll be like, hey, I have an episode that you should listen to. It's going to make your life a lot easier and you just DM them or send them the link to the episode. Yeah. Yep. Basically. Yeah. If there's something that I can, I'm like, you know, I try to always answer the questions in the DMS as best as possible, but if it's like lengthy and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is going to take me like 80 video messages or 80. Like I'm like, here, here's the podcast episode. So I'll tell you (laughs) all the things. It makes it easy. Um, yeah. And then also I should, I mean, I should always disclaimer. I also talk about it in my email as well. Like when it fits. Um, but that's something as well that I don't advocate for is like pasting your show notes and just sending that out as an email. Like that does not work. It's very annoying. Everybody, if they're already subscribed, they're going to see the show notes. So I like to instead pull a story and talk about it and then pull whether the story is from the podcast or something else and really focus on pulling that feeling of like why they should listen to the podcast. Maybe it's because they're frustrated with developing a welcome sequence or they're frustrated because their emails are hitting spam and that's what the episode's about. Like being able to link those together just works way better for me and my clients as opposed to just copying and pasting show notes into emails. I love that. I, I like that way of like, Hey, this is how you bringing it into like making a reason why, instead of just like, here's the show notes, how bye. You're like, yeah, like, here's so the, something we talked about in the episode here, how it can help you. And if you're interested, here's the episode link. And it makes it more like, like a blog, n- not a blog post, but it is a blog post or a sister or cousin of a blog post. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love, oh my God. I love that you're on this podcast. Um, I have so many <laughs> questions. I don't know where to begin. Um, have I want to talk about your growth using your uh, email list um, with your podcast and your email list. Have you seen, obviously you must've seen a good portion of your email people click through to the episodes and specific episodes get boosted when you, uh, when you email out a previous episode, let's say. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So generally speaking, it's kind of like, like, so for an example, my mentor, George Bryant, he talks a lot about wrapping paper, right? And so like the gift underneath is the podcast episode, but you can wrap it in different ways. And so it's the same concept and idea when you're talking in emails or even in DM conversations, or, you know, they may have already seen it, but if you can wrap it in a way that's personalized to them, they're going to open it and they're going to be here for it as opposed to just being generic about it. Oh, I like it. I like it. Oh my God such goodness and it's helping me because it helps me understand okay how can i grow my email list or grow grow my podcast using my email list and having an expert like yourself is just amazing um (laughs) and someone who uses their email list to produce their podcast like that that like i've had email list masters on my digital entrepreneur podcast but they don't have a podcast so there's no connection i can but at least this episode i can reuse in the email list saying look here's the best thing for Look at me figuring things out, <laughs> having light bulb moments. Um, so you've been podcasting for about three to four years now. Yeah. What has been your favorite moment or favorite memory from the last three to four years of podcasting? Ooh, um, favorite moment. I would say, gosh, there's so many. Um, I would say the very, I can't, I can't tell you exactly like the first time, but I will say like, 
in a generic situation, like the first time it was recognized as like a top like podcast for email marketing specifically. So like in Apple charts, there isn't like top email marketing podcast, yeah. right? Yet. Um, yet. It's just marketing yet. I hope to own that. But basically, long story short, it's just like marketing. And so within that process, I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, I'm competing against all these other people who do like really good marketing. And so being able to see that like in my little sub niche, essentially of email marketing, being able to consistently see it's being added to lists and, you know, being displayed as a top email marketing podcast is super big for me and super exciting as well, um, because that's what it's all about for me is being able to, you know, reach more earbuds to be able to go through the process of helping empower you to, you know, again, communicate your gifts with the rest of the world. So I would say that's one of my favorite, probably favorite moments. I would say that's a, that's a great friggin' moment being on the list <laughs> with like some of these guys who are, or girls who are paying millions of dollars for proper, you know, advertising and here you are you're like i'm just using an email list hey <laughs> and being associated with them i think that's a great and that's an amazing thing um i i, I want to know because you it is connected with your your business mm -hmm. have you tried maybe s selling your services to clients on the podcast or through the podcast yeah, definitely. Yeah. So there have been moments where I will shout out like a specific service or a specific offering that I may have. Usually I try to lead with value first, um, mainly because that's really what the podcast is all about is just <laughs> showing up and giving value. Um, and a lot of people who listen to my podcast, like I'm creating my next best customer. So sometimes they're not like yet ready. So I never want people to feel pressure to be like, Oh, this podcast, like I'm not ready for an offer. So I'm not ready for this podcast because that's not the intention. And so, um, yeah, long story short. Yes. Um, and <laughs> it definitely has created new conversations around what it would look like, you know, what the process is and all that fun stuff over on Instagram. Oh, I love it. I love it. So your main uh, social media account, I would say, uh, from understanding what we've been talking about is your Instagram account, correct? Yeah. So I originally owned Facebook, like I, that was like my thing. And then I branched into Instagram specifically late last year, uh, because I absolutely love stories. <laughs> and showing <laughs> up on yes, stories. Podcasts are like stories. Right? Yeah, I know. Um, and so that's when I started to bring in Instagram as well, too. So those are those are basically my two homes, but I have been leaning a lot more towards Instagram lately. Okay. Uh, okay, we're going to be, we're near the end of it. Uh, we're we're going to probably end up going over 30 minutes here, but I do want to give you a chance to let my audience know where they can find you, how they can listen to you either on Instagram, on Facebook, or wherever you want to send them, or even to your email list. Hey, you're allowed. I'm going to jump off screen here, Ashley, and you're going to have the chance to let them know where they can find you. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. So essentially what you can do is you can hop on over to the communication conversation podcast. Um, anywhere that podcast can be played, I would love for you to be able to hang out with me. Um, specifically the latest episode, um, depending on when this goes out, should be a perfect fit for you. Um, cause I'm really diving into a lot of the primary email marketing principles, um, that apply for towards everybody. So definitely pop on, listen to the latest episode. Let me know what you think over on Instagram, which is at Ashley K DeLuca. Yeah. I was going to say.com, but that's my website. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> Awesome. And an easy to remember, Ashley K. DeLuca at Instagram, onon.com. That's smart, keeping everything in the same. Yes. Genius marketing over here. Look at that. Not only an email marketer, but a genius marketer as well. Um, Ashley, have you... 
There was a question, then it was lost. <laughs> so, um, with with an email list, what is the best way? Like, I know there's smart forms, there's smart pages, all these crazy things uh, that they can do. What would you say the best strategy to present people to get onto your list to listen to a podcast? If you're if you're using it strictly for podcasting, we're not going to talk business strictly for po- podcasting. What would you say? Because I know with business, it's like offering something for free for their email list, like a little exchange. Mm-hmm. But for podcasters, they may not have that offer. Yeah. How would you suggest they go about figuring out how to get people to sign up to their email list? Yeah. So you still need to have some kind of differentiation factor because the thing is, is that if they're subscribing to you on Spotify and Apple and all the things, they're already getting notified about your podcast. And so I usually, and I would even play with, I would say as my idea to actually provide like cliff notes. So whether it's like, I am only exclusively emailing out to, you know, my subscribers, like the cliff note versions of each podcast episode, or maybe it's like a bonus video that you add in with, you know, if you're kind of talking tip wise or movies or whatever, like they're figuring out for your specific niche or whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's movies or music or any of the things, something that you can share specifically with them that you won't share on the podcast to create that exclusivity, that insider. Um, It could, another idea, it could be that you have a separate member, like subscribers only feed that you create. Um, I know like, I think it's like called Hello Audio allows you to be able to create like your own private feed or something like that uh, for people to get into. That could be an idea as well to be able to, again, create that differentiation factor where people are like, Ooh, well, I want to be on the private, like I want the private episodes as well. Or, Oh, I want the clip note versions um, to be able to create that enticement. Oh, I like that. I like that. Great way to end the episode here with Ashley DeLuca, the email marketing podcaster. Um, that's going to be the name of the episode here. Email marketer. There we go. EMP for short. Um, Ashley, I want to thank you so much for being a guest, sharing your vast knowledge of email marketing, but also your journey as a podcaster. I know it's probably more focused on email marketing, but I think it's important for podcasters to have that. And I'm glad that we were able to connect. I'm definitely going to be going and listening to your podcast and learning as much as I can about email marketing because, hey, got to support my fellow podcasters, especially the ones who are, take the time to come onto my show. Um, so Ashley, again, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Now to my audience, all the notes, the show notes will have all the links to Ashley's stuff. So you connect with her, find out more about her. If you're interested about growing your email list, make sure you check her out. Uh, Cause like she just gave you like a dozen good things to do with an email list and how powerful it is. If you're not checking out her podcast, then you don't want an email list and that's okay, but it's going to help you grow your podcast. I'm of course, Phil better. She is Ashley DeLuca, the email marketing podcaster. This is invest in yourself, the podcast series. Remember to invest in yourself before anybody else does.